0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, enjoy yourself grab yourself a comfortable squishy pillow perhaps a cocktail perhaps a tea something soothing for the throat something cold and refreshing listen and enjoy this is marco timpano you're listening to the insomnia project thank you for tuning into this podcast Today is going to be a solo episode, and I'm using a mic I don't use that I love, and this episode is going to be about it being okay. I am exhausted, and a lot of you, especially this time of year or people tuning in, are exhausted, and that's okay. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to feel like, I just need to lie here and let let some just peace and relaxation come to me because that's just where you find yourself. That's certainly where I am. I don't like to blather too much about these kind of things, but uh, Amanda too is exhausted and she was just doing some work. And I said, I will record the podcast episode. I think it's time for me to do a solo episode. And so here it is. It's funny, you know, a lot of people tune in because they they want a podcast that just sort of takes them away and brings them somewhere else. And I'm hope hoping to do that here today for you all. We had a quite a week. We had to drive a great distance for work and we got to listen to we're listening to this audiobook. Um and it is a really long audiobook, and I like to listen to, or we like to listen, I should say, to uh, biographies, and this one here is Harvey Firestein's um, biography. I wish I could remember the name of it. Uh, let me just look it up here, in case you hear the clacks of the uh, keyboard. I was better last night by Harvey Firestein, and it is wonderful. And he is such an entertaining listen, that's for sure. So. If you get a chance to listen to his audiobook or read the book itself, or if you're not sure what to get someone for Christmas or the holidays and they like biographies, well, we recommend this one. It certainly kept us company on the drive and we have more drives ahead of us next month as well. So we'll continue to listen because it's about 11 hours long and, uh, you know, it feels like three audiobooks not just one but uh, in terms of length how long the actual audiobook is but we we delight in listening to audiobooks I'm wondering what are some of the things you do when you're just completely exhausted and you need to just sort of let your mind drift elsewhere I know for a lot of listeners dear listeners it is listening to this particular podcast so thank you for that one of the things I recently discovered that really sort of takes me away so to speak is a instagram account and it's called let me see if i can find it here uh i want to say yeah here it is vegas starfish that's vegas like as in las vegas vegas starfish i'm uh, giving them a plug but on instagram what i love about it is they give you some real insider tips about things to do in Las Vegas and they're little short Instagram videos, shorts, I don't know what, what you call a little, a little, you know, little video, I guess it's not a movie, but a little video on Instagram, but I'm going call it, to call it a video and you'll get where I'm going. But this, this person, Vegas starfish takes you into places and you get to see these fun restaurants in Las Vegas, or the hotels that aren't so great anymore, and they give you an insider glimpse of them, or where you get, you know, speakeasies you wouldn't necessarily know about in Las Vegas. And even though I have no immediate plans to go to Las Vegas, it just vicariously takes me there and... I love to travel and sometimes we just we just can't be traveling. And so I've found this little gem that takes me to a place and it allows me to just sort of feel like I'm a part of it and I get to think of would I go there or wouldn't I go there. I was once on a treadmill in a um, gym and I think it was in a hotel, it must have been a hotel, because where else would it be? I mean, we have one, but it's not as fancy as the one I, I'm about to describe. And you could pick a a path that you could run on that had a video screen of you like running in that forest or on that bridge. And through those streets, and it was like you were you know on the move and seeing these exciting sort of places, and you could pick them, there was a a map of the world, and it had little indicators or pins that showed you where you could run that day. And it was actually very very useful because it, it really made me want to go on the treadmill. Now, we have a very basic treadmill, one that you can fold and tuck under your couch or sofa. But of course, our sofa, you can't, it doesn't make the clearance. I thought it would make the clearance, but it's just a a tiny bit too big or too tall, I should say, to fit under. So it can't fit under the sofa that we bought it for. But we found a spot where it's somewhat inconspicuous. And Amanda likes to put it on a show called um, House Hunters International where they go to different international cities and people scope out homes in that city. And she'll run to that. And much like that that treadmill that I had seen at that in that hotel, it gives you the impression that you're somewhere else. And so, you know, sometimes just taking a moment to drift to another place in the world is so great. But it's also great to know that, you know, I know I'm exhausted today, but I know that a lot of people are exhausted and a lot of the listeners are exhausted. And it's like, you're not alone. I'm certainly not alone. And so I said to myself, what I'll do is I will go to the studio, put my awesome mic that I rarely get to use. And I'll just record an episode with my awesome mic and enjoy and enjoy my awesome mic. And the reason it's awesome, it's this Shure M7 mic that I love and I love it because I had admired this microphone for uh, a great deal of time and uh, a friend of mine got it as a gift uh, I think for the holidays or for her birthday that's my friend Linda Mora who has getting lit with Linda is the podcast she does and she swore by this mic and she really loved it and I know it's the microphone that a lot of podcasters get to use and so I saved my money and uh, I was talking with my good friend, Nima, who also has a great podcast called My Gastric Sleeve. And he has one coming in the new year that I'll, I'll talk to him about um, as, as we get closer, or as he gets closer, I should say, to launching. It's always so exciting when a friend has a project that you're excited about. Anyways, I was I was speaking with Nima and he was like, oh, that's a brilliant mic. He actually didn't say brilliant because he's not British, but he said that's that's a cool mic and one that I know that he also was admiring. And I remember I was debating and I would be talking with him and, and, you know, finally I sort of bit the bullet and I went and I got this microphone and I had a few gift cards. So it's always nice to use gift cards towards a purchase of something that you really really want and so um, yeah it's this It's this wonderful mic I have a, it on a mic stand and it also picks up every sound so I have to be careful how close I am to the mic and uh, yeah and I'm really enjoying it another thing about me that I don't know if I've ever shared this with folks but I love cue cards I love using cue cards as a tool when I'm trying to organize thoughts I'll write words On cue cards and then I'll sort of put them in an order that makes sense to me or I'll write notes on cue cards or I'll um, use them when I'm doing a presentation of course or if I have a zoom call I'll use cue cards and with uh, a little bit of painter's tape I'll tape it right close to the camera so when I'm looking at the cue card where I've jotted down some facts or thoughts that I want to convey in that Zoom meeting. It looks like I'm looking into the camera, but really I'm looking at the cue card or using the cue card as my guide and, uh, you know, using those points. And most of the time people cannot tell or, to my knowledge, people have not been able to say, oh, I can tell you're reading off a cue card. And I learned this sort of tip Years ago, when I used to live with a friend of mine who was a singer, and when she had a concert that she was doing or she was playing at a club, she would write some of the lyrics on her index finger and it would kind of curl around to the little padding between the index finger and the thumb, and she'd write some of the lyrics of her song on that index finger on her right hand. So I would ask her, why do you have lyrics? Or why do you have all that writing on your hand? And she said, it's the first song that I sing. And I write the first few lyrics on my hand because if I get nervous, it's there for me. And I'm holding the microphone. And so I could be looking at my hand And no one would know that because it just looks like I'm looking into the microphone, which is something singers will often do. And I said, wow, where did you get that idea from? And she's like, singers do it all the time. And in particular, if they have a, you know, dance number that they have to sing with, or if there's a song that they have some lyrics that they find difficult to remember they'll put it somewhere where they can see it and the audience doesn't, but it looks like they're singing to the audience. And I always thought that was such a interesting thing that I incorporated into what I do when I'm on a Zoom meeting. And if it's useful to you, by all means, grab a cue card, some painter's tape and tape it so that it's near the camera on your computer. And I'll just take this moment to grab my pen and a cue card to write a note on the cue card. I have it right here. This one happens to be a yellow cue card. And I wrote the timing. This is a cue card where on the face of it I wrote the time that the um, Zoom, Zoom call I had was going to be and when there was a break. And I had that near me so I knew what time it went until the meeting and when we had a break so I could make sure that I was on schedule with it. And the reason I grab a cue card is sometimes I'll write down, so for example, I'm going to write down Vegas Starfish on this so that I don't forget to include it in the show notes in case anyone wants to see that Instagram account. And I'm using this pen that I love. I have to say, I love a Pentel pen, The brand Pentel really is such a great brand. The ink flows so nicely from this Pentel pen. This is an energy gel pen. 1.0 is the the nib, I guess you call it, the the tip of the pen. The size is 1.0, so I think that's the size of the ink when it comes out. Not super fine, but... um, it has a little bit of bulk to it without being you know a marker it's it's still pen but it flows so nicely that i need to get myself self some of these pentel energy pens bl 110 i guess is the serial number or the or the model number for this particular pen that i'm enjoying using and I love a Pentel pen, and I don't know if I've talked about this, but Pentel makes this most awesome pen that they stopped making, and it had a white nib to it, like a very interesting white, fine tip end to it. And it almost looked like a a Pope's, the Pope's hat or a Bishop's hat is what it reminded me of the tip. So it wasn't a thin metal tip, but rather this white sort of globular tip and I loved this pen. I used to use it when I was traveling to write postcards back in the day and it it would write so fine but the ink would come out so lovely that I could fit so much on a postcard without it smudging and it was the perfect pen. But with all, you know, perfect things they have a time And I couldn't find that pen anymore. I could only find it in France. Or I I think that's where I discovered it. I shouldn't say I could only find it in France like I was in France all the time. But rather, I had found it in France. And I had bought one and used it to write postcards. Loved it so much that I picked up five or six of them. And I coveted using that Pentel pen. They were green Almost like the green of a doctor's smock. You know that green that doctors, when you see them on television and they're in the operating room or when they're dealing with a patient, they have that green um, color. It was kind of that green color. And it had a little color added to the, um, the part of the pen, that you, the cap, that would indicate the color of the ink. So it was blue, red or black and i think i had all of them in my collection of them and i coveted using them cuz i used to love writing with them but i knew that the ink would eventually run out and i couldn't find these pens anywhere and i looked high and i looked low and they were not to be found until one day when i happened to be and this just sounds like me dropping Names of places that I've been to, but this is not the case. This is, this is just over, over many years, many years later is how I should actually, um, phrase it. But many years later, I was in Tokyo for work and I happened to be at a random stationary section of a Tokyo mall. And what do I see there? But those pens, those Pentel pens that I had maybe 12 years ago, I had found in France. And so, of course, I scooped up more than a handful. And I remember they weren't inexpensive because I thought to myself, wow, I am spending a great deal for pens right now. But when you find the perfect pen and you know you can't find it anywhere... You just pick it up as many as you can, and that's what I did. And I had those pens once again for five to six years, once again just loving them. I came to discover that they were in Japan because that was the only country that was still making that style of Pentel pen. Now, cut to another, I want to say, 10 years later, where we are today, if not more. I want to say I want to say actually more than 10 years but let's just say 10 for for ease sake. And I have not seen those pens. I've searched online for them. I don't know why Pentel doesn't make those pens anymore. If anybody knows the name of those pens or where to find them, please let me know cuz I'll scoop up another handful or more. But for now, I'm going to rely on Pentel Energy Gel pens. Now, along with pens, I need to talk about paper. And since I was talking about my find in France with a Pentel pen many, many years ago, I also want to mention that I discovered a paper, a French paper that they make notebooks out of, cahiers out of, um, various styles of notebooks. And if you haven't ever written on this paper or discovered this particular paper, I strongly recommend you keep a keen eye out for it the next time you're in a stationary store. And I'll always judge a stationary store if they have this paper product and these paper these books, these they have a variety of books, if they have Claire fontaine which is the name of the brand in their stores and if you've ever written on claire fontaine paper it has what they call a a wonderful tooth to it and i'm sure i've talked about this in previous episodes but the paper is so great that i really don't mind mentioning it again it has the most wonderful if you if you're the type of person which i am that presses very firmly on the page the bounce back that the paper has really helps to make the writing on the paper feel great on your hand and the impression that the pen makes when writing on that type of paper is simply divine so if that's something that's important to you as it is to me Seek out Claire Fontaine. And if you know someone who's really into writing or journaling or just has a love of stationery, Claire Fontaine is the most wonderful gift you can send their way. And I purchased one recently for a friend of mine who had never seen that paper before, never felt that paper before. And when they put their pen to that page, they said to me, it's like writing on a surface I've never written on before. So that's, that's quite a send-up for that particular paper, I think. Yeah, so cue cards, pens, paper. These are some things that I find sheer delightment in. And, uh, you know, if I'm doodling on a page, which I often do when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed or exhausted... It can take my mind away as well. So that's something else I do. I currently have an idea for a book that I want to write. And so I've been sort of formulating in my head what what um, cue cards I want to use to help organize my thoughts. So I think I'll work on that this December and in the new year. And we'll see if I get a chance to actually publish another book. And that's my intention to use cue cards to do that. But I'm not even going to ponder too much on that because that in itself feels like a lot to consider on a day like today. Uh, I will say this. So as some of you may know, we have a scooter, a Vespa, that we use during the warm months because we love to ride it. And because it saves us a great deal of money with regards to the amount of gas it takes to power that that moped versus what we would pay if we took a car or even transit and it helps you zip by the city and see it in a different light anyone who has a moped or a a vespa or the equivalent i'm sure will agree with me but because we live in canada and because it's november our vespa had to be brought into a garage because it's just too cold right now to do so. And I had waited a week too long. I should have brought it in to the place where we take it a week ago when it was still sunny and warm. But I planned today because I had seen on my weather app that it was going to be warmer. And lo and behold, when I hopped on it, and it's actually not far from my home where we take it, it wasn't that cold, even though there's a bit of snow on the ground from last week. It was it was fine and it was delightful. And I got to take the last spin of the season. I'll see it back in April. And this also means I need to get snow tires put on my car. And so that, that's going to happen as well. And that's the change of the season, really. And I look forward to it. I hope you'll look forward to the holiday episodes, which are coming up. The episode after next, next week will be our last episode of the season. This season actually ran longer than our usual seasons have been running because I usually do 26 episodes. But we had a sponsor sponsoring the show in Canada, and I wanted to ensure that there were enough episodes for them because they had sponsored mid-season. So anyone who lives in, actually it was only airing in Ontario, you would have heard some of those ads That said, thanks to that sponsor, I was able to continue the season longer. And for anyone who doesn't enjoy listening to any of the ads that are on this podcast, there's always the option to sign up for the ad-free episodes or or make it so that you you pay, I think, $3 a month to get ad-free episodes. And if you just go to our show notes at the very end, you'll notice the link where to do that. I want to thank everyone who's been supportive of the show, and uh, for all the emails that we've received uh, throughout this season—they've they've really been quite lovely, I have to say. Do you have something that you do when you're just exhausted, or, or where you just you just you just need to lie back and and not worry about anything? I'm just curious to know what you do. Do you have a favorite pen or a favorite paper to write on? I know a lot of people love the moleskin. The Moleskine um, books or cahiers, as they say in French, but uh, they're not my favorite. Like I said, Clairefontaine beats it every single time, in my opinion. I would love to know if you've had a chance to use or try a Clairefontaine book. If you have, I'd love to know what you think of it. And that brings us to the end of this particular episode. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful that I came down to do this so that it would be up and ready tomorrow morning when the episode airs and available for you whenever you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I sincerely hope you are able to listen and sleep.